new product. I gotta get excited. I gotta get back into the the noobs jam. That's right. Okay, first up. Okay, so we have these cool Lumia kits. Um, this is from Maddie, who's an awesome um, engineer and fashion designer here in New York, and she's she's done some cool projects um, with us. We worked on like some Code.org dress stuff, I think, a long time ago, and um, she started a company uh, to make, manufacture, and sell these. Like these are really nifty. They're like weatherproofed, durable wearable electronic pads that can be embedded into clothing. And so she's like, do you want to do stuff with this? And I said, well, why don't you send us like a, a starter kit that we can stock? Um, and she did. Um, so this is the kit for getting started. Now, I won't I won't show everything, but it does come with um, a booklet to get started. So even if you're not an expert in, thank you. Autofocus. Okay. Um, even if you're not an expert, you can get started with all the different pieces. And there's like a heater type. There's a, um, a pressure matrix type piece, uh, pressure sensor, and more. Um, you do need to solder these connectors or have some sort of um, conductive. Um, I think this is the heater. Yeah, this feels like the heater. So uh, when you power this, it heats up. And it's like, it's like vulcanized. I don't know what you call it, but it's like embedded in rubber. So it's like not, the electronics aren't exposed. They're inside this like soft rubbery material. Or maybe this is the pressure pad. I don't even know. This is, this is I think a matrix. So again, completely embedded um, and durable. And um, I think they have specifications on their webpage, but these can be um, like washed and used in, you know, unlike a lot of the wearables that we make where it's like, okay, you know, you, you, you make this LED sweater, but then you can't launder it afterwards because you've got like exposed wiring. Um, this, you know, there's all these, this electronics is embedded inside and um, you can sew or stitch it or embed it into clothing. And then as long as you um, protect the connectivity between the pieces, um, it's durable for use and, and wear by people. So I think this is like kind of cool futuristic like Cybertronics for making cyber clothing. Here's like an LED um, element. But yeah, it's like totally embedded in this rubber. It's cool. And um, it's got these little gold pads to tell you what the contacts are, like what they mean. And then you match it up with the electronics um, that you use to drive it. So it comes with alligator clips. You would use, um, you know, you could use an Arduino or a Flora or something. You need some microcontrollers. They're just the sensors and heaters and pads. Then the heater, obviously, you can just connect up to power. But if you want to control it with something, um, you'll need a microcontroller. Um, they recommend an Arduino Uno. Totally fine. But I think the electronic pieces are so similar to other parts that you might be familiar with that you can also use, um, you know, CircuitPython or Code.org if you like. Yeah. Okay. Right, check it out. Next Thank up. you, Maddie. All right, next up, we've got some SparkFun, a quick multi-port, uh, also known as a very small throwing star for a gerbil ninja. This is a, uh, you know, you've got a STEMIQT port, but you want, like, three instead of one. Well, there you go. So, you know, you can chain devices, but maybe sometimes you don't want them in a long line. You want them to be all in one, um, you know, connected piece. So um, all the grounds are connected together, all the powers, clocks, and datas. There's no circuitry on it. It just mechanically solders together all the contacts from four of these pads in like a, in a cross shape. 
Um, this is really handy, a couple bucks. If you need it, this will be very handy. Just plug into some cables and you're ready to go. All right, and the starter show tonight besides you, Lady Ada, is? Okay, so we've got a um, new air quality sensor. And this one is kind of interesting because it's a CO2 sensor, but it's not an effective CO2 sensor. And you're like, wait a minute, it's not effective? It's like, no, no, no. It's not an effective CO2 sensor. So a lot of CO2 sensors you see, like the SGP30, they're not true CO2 sensors. They're not actually measuring the CO2 in the air. They're kind of approximating it based on, um, you know, volatile organic gases that they're measuring. And then they sort of do some math and they sort of do analysis. And they're like, okay, this is what we think the CO2 is. And we're pretty close. Um, but uh, this is a, a true NDIR sensor. So this is, this is a sensor that uses... And I linked to the Wikipedia, and I honestly completely forgot everything about it, but um, it uses infrared light to detect how much CO2 is actually in the air, like parts per million. Um, so this is what they use when, like, you know, you want to actually measure atmospheric carbon dioxide, or you want to measure actual airflow in a building, or you want to, you know, you're... you're measuring CO2 in a greenhouse or you're measuring uh, emissions from um, you know, machinery and you want to measure how much CO2 is coming out of them. Um, this is the device. So this is from Sensurion and they make great sensors. Um, the sensor that they make is like this kind of chunky module you see in the middle, the green thing. Um, there's actually a little microcontroller and also an SHT31 humidity and temperature sensor. So you actually get CO2 plus temperature plus humidity. All over I squared C, and the data kind of pops out over one I squared C port. Um, and uh, we have code in Arduino and CircuitPython and Python. Um, it's very easy to use. Uh, you just, you basically, every two seconds or so, you get a new piece of data. You can um, change how often that data gets emitted, like from two seconds to an hour, but you're not going to get data more than every two seconds. And you can even see that glowing light. That, that's it performing um, the, the sensing in the cavity inside of this plastic body. So it's a really cool sensor. Um, they're not as inexpensive as a, a basic air quality sensor because it's, again, doing true, um, it's doing true CO2 sensing. But again, there's nothing, I mean, it's, it's, it's 60 bucks, but there's n nothing less expensive that does the real thing. And like I said, this is the real thing. This is true CO2 sensing. So um, right now it's measuring indoors about 800 uh, ppm. That's not uh, unusual. Uh, it's winter. We have things are, are closed and not a lot of uh, air um, circulation happening here. Um, if I breathe near it, you will see uh, the CO2 rise. Um, the little video we have, it, it's a compressed can of air, right? Which is, of course... Um, going to have a lot of uh, CO2 in it. But you can see even like me breathing, it does increase the, the CO2 in this area. And you can see the, the glowing um, IR uh, uh, sensing element at the end there that from the, the air that's kind of flowing in, it measures it um, and then sends the reading out over I squared C. So we just soldered it onto uh, a breakout board for you to make it really easy to use. Um, it's got level shifting and... Um, a regulator so it can be used with 5 volt or 3 volt you know Raspberry Pi or Arduino Uno or anything in between um, but for people who want to do environmental sensing environmental science earth science emissions air quality like this is really the sensor you want I actually haven't been able to find any other sensor that's under a couple hundred dollars that does this 
uh, so easily. So uh, good on Sincerion for making a great quality sensor for an affordable price. All right. And with that is new products.